Mood.tv Hey, everybody! <laughs> Welcome back! We're all rolling right now. This is the episode where we're, where we're all rolling together. We're all rolling on okay. X, the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and don't believe them when they say they're not, because they are. Nobody believe them. We're all doing drugs. Heavy drugs. X. Stands for ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just like watch an episode of Law and Order SVU and learn what X was? Yeah. Exciting good times. That's what they say about X. <laughs> Exciting good times. Exciting good clean fun is what X is short for. I am ecstatic for this episode. It's going to be X-rated. <laughs> this is an, the X-rated episode because if you're on ecstasy, the only rating you can get is X. <laughs> That's excellent. Because <laughs> I don't know any other, R, I don't know an R drug. Do you know an R drug? I know an R train. Rhinoceros. You never heard of it? Oh, yeah? you know you got to have that rhinoceros. They call it row row for short sometimes. You got to get that good row row, that good rhino row row. <laughs> you ain't never had that row row? <laughs> I've had shrimp cocktail. Yeah, shrimp cocktails like drugs. All right, yep. anyways. Back to our show. We made it, everybody. We made it. I'm Woo, here. We made it. You're here. Rolling on the river. And EJ5000's here. How's it going, everybody? How's it going, Anthony and Greg, man? I'm happy to be here. I'm excited. I'm ecstatic. <laughs> this is exquisite. I'm excited, too. I'm extraordinary. I got my thesaurus out. We're going to excel so. tonight. And my dictionary. We're going to excel, yes. I'm going to get <laughs> extremely existential on you guys. Oh. oh nice. Nice. <laughs> wow. Exquisite. Are you going to become an exhibitionist? Exactly. <laughs> Excellent. Only if I know the exits. <laughs> oh, wow. This is really good. And I'm with my favorite rapper, Exhibit. Uh, <laughs> X going to give it to you. He going to give it to you. <laughs> All right. Before we, before we get to the excrement, Ooh. Let's, let's also mention that Gregoman mm. is here. Hey everybody and Anthony and EJ. Why do we ball, why do we say everybody and then realize we're talking to each other and then say, I mean you guys, I'm not talking to everybody because they can't talk back. So I'm actually saying hello <laughs> to the both of you. No, you're saying hello to our listener. Well, I mean I am saying hello to our listener, but um I can't say hello back to me, so well, what if instead of putting this online for the world, we just emailed it to one person each week? <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. You're the lucky winner who gets to listen to the Lamayak podcast. Extra. The only one. Extra, extra. Well, let's start a chain podcast. Let's have a chain letter. You'd be like, send one podcast to, to 10 friends, then make a podcast and send that to 10 friends. <laughs> and everybody, this, this chain podcast will rip across the world. And then we'll be single-handedly known as the guys who destroyed podcasting forever. <laughs> we'll be called Buttholes. Just like wasn't fun anymore after that. Uh, those guys really ruined <laughs> podcasting by making everybody do that stupid podcast chain letter. Yeah, when the good people of Radio Lab come on the air, saying, you know, they finally it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Was La I'm Chad Appenrod? Was Lamaya? It was the straw that we broke were. them camel's back. That's what we do. All right, let's get down to business. Brass tacks. 
Yeah, let's get down to the ABCs. Let's spell it out. Are you all ready to spell this one out? Expose yes. me to this question. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna expose it. Nice. This is my expose. You know, an expose sounds like. Uh, doesn't that sound like porno? Sounds like a fancy way of saying you're showing someone yourself. Yeah, doesn't it? An expose, like you're posing in an X-rated fashion. Expose. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't expose myself, officer. Yeah. Or is it like expose? The expose, where your arms are up and your legs are spread and you're just naked. Oh, when you're on like a saltier, like Tuesday. So Tuesdays. Like the expose. <laughs> I know that is Tuesday. Anthony calls it the Tuesday pose. Yeah. That's my norm. I'll be doing that after this podcast is done. After we're done ruining podcasts forever. forever. I'm going to go get up on my saltier. One at a time. And people are going to come over and play with my genitals. We, i just going to go ahead and mention we are so off topic right yeah. now. You, you're not taking this serious tonight, Anthony. All right, all right, all right. All right. Fine, 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 fine. You're not taking it serious. I always take it seriously. You are not taking it serious You know tonight. what? You making fun of me taking it seriously is you not taking it seriously? <laughs> I'm waiting for a question. I don't know about you. Well, maybe all this time I've been stalling to think of one. You ever think of that? <laughs> you ever think of that? No, I have a question. On this Perhaps very you're only exasper- all you- exacerbating the situation. All you listeners. On this very special, let me ask you a question. The question is, <laughs> what is the question? No, all you listeners out there, I know you're waiting with bated breath. I know. I know you're hanging on, just going, what is he going to ask this time? Well, I do have a question that I will answer as soon as I'm done sipping this Jaeger slowly. <laughs> All right, here's the question. What is your favorite icebreaker? Spearmint? <laughs> oh. do, you, do you have an icebreaker? Do you ever break the ice? I have an excellent icebreaker. Do you really? I, I, I do. Yeah. Oh, that's funny because I think I, I, I asked this assuming that people don't really have icebreakers, but I'm actually very happy that you do because now the yeah, episode I'm, can I'm... go on. <laughs> if you would just stop talking and let it. You were really trying to make it quick, huh? <laughs> um, I do have an icebreaker because I find myself, though friendly person, pretty socially awkward, uh, at least later in my life. And so I like to have these little things set up so that I can... Act, actively talk to people, and one of them is down to fuck. I like to down to fuck <laughs> DTF hashtag. Look in my back pocket. No, I say usually nice shoes or nice kicks. I think that shoes are such an easy conversation starter. Almost everybody wears shoes that they like. Hardly anybody wears shoes that they don't like. And if they don't like their shoes, that's also a conversation point. People are very uh, apt to talk about their shoes. And they take compliments because who's not going to be, oh, this person likes my style. So I always find that complimenting a person's shoes is a great icebreaker in any situation. A (laughs) shoe-in? It's a (laughs) shoe-in. All right. Has it ever happened or what what would happen if they come back at you aggressively like, why are you talking about my shoes? And who who are you asking? Do you talk to any, do you talk to everybody about their shoes? (laughs) If I don't have another in to talk to the person, then the shoes is a great in. Or if things get awkward, it's a great go-to. Um, and I haven't had the experience that you're saying yet, Greg Amand, where they've, anybody's been angry about it. Mm-hmm. But I would imagine if they were, I just wouldn't talk to that person. You know, it wouldn't be like a big deal. 
I would just be like, okay, I guess I'm not talking to this Wait, person. Wait, but hold, do you indiscriminately ask everybody about their shoes? Or no. is it just when you feel like you should be talking to this person? Yeah, it's kind of it's a kind of like the the safety net. Question. I think what they call it is an icebreaker. <laughs> yes, <laughs> indeed, it's it's my icebreaker. No, but will. I mean, I guess the question then is who who you do you break the ice with anybody? But you you don't. It's in a situation where you personally feel like you should be talking to this person. Or if I want to talk to that person, I don't feel that I have another way to talk to that person. I'll absolutely do that as I well. I guess the shoes are universal in both of the situations. Yeah, it's just, it's just like a, it's a good, easy talking point with people. I think probably most things with people's style would be, but usually you find a unique thing and you hone in on that and people are happy to talk about it or be complimented by it. But shoes are something that are so specific to every person, I feel like. That's something that some people have a lot of shoes, so those people are going to be pleased that you notice their different shoes. And other people only have one pair of shoes and they're usually special to them. So it's like a very easy thing to talk to people about because they have everybody's experience with them with their own absolutely i mean i can't yeah can't disagree with that now yeah is do you do this with elderly people you know i haven't but i bet <laughs> you could i bet that's an you could do that but it surely does seem like that my theory probably stops at a certain okay age. Well, i guess the question is do you all right, say you're in a situation where you feel compelled to talk to somebody. Like you feel as though I need to talk to this person. I have to say something. I will go to my Rolodex of icebreakers. That is to say, one icebreaker that you always open up to in the Rolodex about <laughs> shoes. Now, what if you patently dislike their shoes? Well, as you've known me for a long time, I, I tend to come off sarcastic whenever I'm not trying to be, even though I do try yeah, to be sarcastic me too. a That's lot. The story of us. And I also tend to say things that I don't mean to be intentionally mean, but they just happen to be mean. Yeah, as like the one-eyed pirate. Absolutely. I'll never forget that one. So I kind of have that foot-and-mouth disease where... It seems like I'm pulling my foot from my mouth all the time. Though I don't really feel embarrassed or awkward, which is another thing that makes it more awkward because I don't know that I should be embarrassed at times. <laughs> um, That's a superpower. Right? <laughs> I think it's called Asperger's, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Asperger, man. Because of, because of how obnoxious I can be unintentionally, yeah. I'll probably try to break the ice by making fun of their shoes in like a cute, clever way, which I probably would do 50% of the time with the shoes that I did like, you know, like nice penny loafers, Benjamin Franklin, or, you know, like, because that's kind of <laughs> how Benjamin I was Franklin raised. Wear penny loafers? <laughs> Doesn't matter, does it? Because if I said that to you, you'd be like, what the fuck, man? Wait, so if you, how? I think he did though. I think he did wear penny loafers. Like, would you ever <laughs> talk to a guy with buckle shoes and be like, tell me about the Quaker Oats life? Yeah, totally. That's a hundred percent something I would do. That's a good line. All right, I'm gonna put that in my Rolodex. So, if I didn't like their shoes, it would still be a conversation point. But usually, I compliment the shoes. Okay, usually you are complimentary, despite not liking them. You're you're being nice as a way as a way to be in. 
Yeah, and just to, you know, I mean, I don't like, not everybody likes the same things. I, I may I may talk like an asshole and I may act like an asshole, but I'm not at heart an asshole. <laughs> sure. I talk like an asshole, walk like an asshole, do all kinds of things <laughs> that make me appear and look and am an asshole. But I assure you yeah. that I am not an asshole. <laughs> Gre- Greg, Greg man, is that your icebreaker? <laughs> <laughs> like, excuse me, excuse me, sir, madam, whoever I'm speaking Ch- to. Children. I just want to let you know, children. <laughs> Before we get started on today's lesson, I know we haven't met yet, so I just want to let you know that despite how I look and feel and say and all the things that I do, being an asshole, um, I am in fact not Wait. an asshole. Wait, Mr. Gregoman. Just ignore everything about me. Yes, uh, four eyes with the glasses. To to circle back to the point, Mr. Gregoman, do you do you have an icebreaker? I I could not think. I was I was sitting here blank staring for a minute because I was trying to think if I had an icebreaker. And I think it sucks to say that I fall to the victim of what probably a billion people do with like somebody new, which is go right for the job and then that is not only an icebreaker, but also a nice way to like end a conversation <laughs> before it ever began. Well, I mean, there's a couple different things. That, I mean, yeah, everybody, everybody talks about that. But what I'm what I'm wondering though is that is that the first thing you say? Do you say hello? What is? Oh, it's your always occupation? a greeting first. Um, no, it's. I mean, well, yeah, I or guess. What do you do? Probably right. Yeah. What do you do? Because in New York, not you know that's where our hub is, even though we're all in different towns right now. But that's always the question. It's not like, what job do you have? Because you don't want to offend somebody if they're not a job person or if they're not. So it's like, what do you do? And I feel like might... that, that, like you said, that changes based on the area, too. I feel like if you're, you know, if you're in less or like, like a less populous area over like, you know, density-wise, people are like, oh, where you know, where in the area are you from? If you all are like meeting somewhere, it's like, I want to know because everybody has to drive somewhere to get somewhere. Like, where are you from? I'm like, Oh, I'm from this community or whatever. And that's yeah. like what you do. But because like, yeah, like you said, where we are and what we do, it's like, unfortunately, and I hate to say it, but it's, yeah, it's, um, yeah. What do you, what do you do? What's your value to society and me in this conversation? Yeah. yeah. Like, is, is your job cool? Are we, <laughs> Prove yourself if, if to your me. job is not cool, we are not going to have a very long conversation. <laughs> do you, I, I, okay. Well, that's interesting. Do you feel like when you hear a job that strikes your ears as boring, do you still try to find the beauty in whatever they do? Or do you just stop talking to them? <laughs> no, I, well, I'm always like, like, they're always like, oh, I do boring stuff. I'm an accountant. And I'm like, oh, that's not boring at all. I bet you get to do all kinds of cool shit. Like, I think I definitely try to glorify no matter what the job is, even if it is not a glory hole job. Do you, you know what I find myself, <laughs> here's what I find myself doing in that scenario, because I'm sure I've fallen victim to the same thing. I'm sure I've, I've gone, oh, what do you do? What do you do? Blah, blah, blah. And then you, you get to talking. And if they were to tell me I'm, I'm an, they were an accountant. I feel that what I normally would do is start asking about the details of the interpersonal relationships of the people they work with. <laughs> like, I, hmm. I find that to be really fun. Oh, how, how's your receptionist? Yeah, yeah, well, you mean we're a receptionist. Yeah. Or like, you know, who, who, who are you close with at the office? Do you have, do, they, do you talk about personal stuff? Like, I love, you know, you can really gauge people's deal by like who they're talking personal stuff with. And you don't have to know the personal stuff, but it's fun to know 
that they have somebody at the office that they tell personal stuff to. Hmm. So right. I always find it fascinating when you get into somebody's job, if you're going to go that route into a conversation, to try and find out who they tell personal stuff to. <laughs> I think that's really interesting. So that's always so that your, your goal? Yeah, is that your... Yeah, goal behind your icebreaker? Do you? I don't know. Like, See, the problem I find is, out who this person tells important stuff to. Well, the pro- the problem with me is that I don't I don't know that I have an ice I don't know that I have one. I gotta say, I don't really think I have an icebreaker. I think I every situation is so particular, and I definitely am one to begin a conversation. I do engage people in conversation, mm-hmm. but I can't say that it's ever specific. And maybe it's always situational. Maybe it's mm-hmm. always situational. But you know, I'm not, I'm not entirely certain I have one. But I feel like once, once somebody tells me something about themselves, I find it easy to get in, in there. And like the okay, occupational I thing, now. I think is a prime example. Yeah, what's your question? It's I, who's I think, asking I the questions like you, now, Gregor Man? I am. I am. <laughs> oh, That's this me. is Gregor Man I'm show. You, <laughs> whose show is this exactly? Yeah, it's Gregor Man show me ask now. You a question. This is the Gregor Man Lemayak <laughs> episode. Yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> But I know, I, I think you might fall into the same category with me, but if you're not the first one to beat them to the punch of what you do, um, I feel like when I'm asked what I do, it steers the conversation towards that because, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, for so long, obviously, like, you know, doing like, you know, being a cam op and getting to meet people, that's always like the questions that that rolled out. Oh, who's the coolest person you met? Or, um, totally. Who was fun to work with or things like that. Like you, I'm sure they're like, Oh my God, you do stuff from Broadway. Like, what did you work on? What, what shows did you work on? What did you do? Right. Did you, did you write the music? Did you do the, you know? So I feel like because of what we do, maybe that is another reason why we don't have, uh, an icebreaker per se. Do you try, Yeah. but do you try and avoid it? Do you try and, de- and deflect it? Uh, it, I try to play it on the person. I very much, that's uh, most of my uh, interactions in life in general, I, I very much like to play off of the person who I'm interacting with. So it depends, like if they're super excited about what I'm doing, then I'll, you know, I'll let them have fun with by telling them stories that I have. If they're just like, oh, that's cool, then I'm going to move on and try to, you know, like you said, find a different way to use that to get into a different conversation in some way, shape, or form. All right, so you want them to have a good adventure. I think that's just, yeah, that's just me as a person. I think I just generally, I'm always like, hey, well, I'll just, you can ask me something, and I'll just basically, almost like a, a defense deflect back to you, but it's more that, like, I want to make sure you're enjoying this. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that makes a lot I of sense. I do. So, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. only trying to say, I'm, I'm trying to delineate, uh, if somebody's talking to you, and they want to hear all about what you do, right? Mm-hmm. But the caveat here, and this is going to get a little bit complex, the caveat here is that you find them to be boring. You think that they're a boring person. Are you more prone to talk about yourself if you find them to be boring just to fill the time? Hmm. I think... I, I know, say... it's a really difficult, it's a difficult scenario. I would say that's a situation where I try to downplay my job and kind of be like, no, nah, it's just like everybody's job. It's not that exciting. Oh, so you would rather get off of it then? I think that's, match yeah, I think energy. in that situation, yeah, I, exactly. Like I said, yeah, I think because I'm like in that kind of, I'm absorbing what they're doing. If they're just boring, I'm going to like, yeah, you know, I'm mad you work at TV. It's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. On a oh, wait, hold on. This is so fascinating. Does that mean that you are trying to, are you trying to sort of mirror mirror them? 
as see i think i think in that situation i'm actually trying to get out of the conversation so it's like oh you're trying to get out that's why see, I'm, that's see. why i'm saying no it's not really that exciting it's just like yeah you know, it's like any other job i see you're trying sometimes you're cool trying stuff to get happens, out of there but for the most part i have to be professional and i don't talk to anybody <laughs> and then at the first point that somebody turns away from the conversation you leave i can be like boom Oh, I'm gonna or, or just you know like get to the end of my statement and be like, oh, I need a fresh drink. You need anything? I'm gonna go run to the bar. I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna go do that. Huh? Yeah, I'll that makes right a lot back. of sense. I don't sense. know. I don't know where my fiance went. I gotta go find her really quick. Yeah, that makes like, sense. Like I, you know, get your way out. Move your way out. Little giving out all my secrets. Not people are gonna know my lies. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I mean, how? You're not even thirsty, Greg. All six people <laughs> who listen, three of which are currently speaking right now. <laughs> <laughs> way less than that. <laughs> no, 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 listeners. I meant don't be fooled. There are billions, billions, billions of listeners in India Actually, alone. The, and the, to be fair, they're more here to hear about uh, our Bruce Hornsby segment, which I believe Anthony Wright is coming after the break. <laughs> oh, we always have a Bruce Hornsby. Se- you know, <laughs> I'm glad you asked because we sometimes don't mention Bruce Hornsby. But you have to know, all the listeners should know, that we have a certain uh, wink that we do that says that <laughs> what I meant when I said that was, I really love this particular track on this particular Bruce Hornsby album. And we have it down to a science such that we can be talking about things like shoes, but with our eyes we're saying, God, Bruce Hornsby is just terrific. And you'll all get it when we eventually get the video podcast up and running. But um, And you're going to see us all then, nude just, then. Yep. But until then, you just have to trust Anthony's word. Yeah. When are we going to have an episode where uh, we show everybody our naked bodies? After they supply you with ample nudes. <laughs> Nobody has sent us any nudes yet. Non-art nudes. I feel like people are so worried about nudes. I've been asking last week's question. I'm worried about nudes. I don't think we should receive any nudes, for the record. Why? Wait, what's wrong with receiving nudes? I don't think I don't. I don't know what the legalities are on this, but I just think this puts us into, at the very least, major creep territory. So, no, it only puts Anthony in. He's the only one who's hungry for nudes. Hold on. Has anybody remember? You're hungry to give nudes, EJ, and he's hungry to receive them. Has anybody sent you a nude? (laughs) That's true. I am hungry. Have you ever received a nude? (laughs) Ever in my life? Yeah. Yes. I don't think it makes you a creep to receive a nude. You're not a creep. It it is if it's from your 13-year-old cousin. What? You better check your inbox. <laughs> Time for a break. <laughs> country in the world, a land of rolling hills, of rivers and valleys, of vast plains and fertile farms. Hey everybody, welcome back to Let Me Ask You a Question. (laughs) We need riotous applause there. 
I was say, was that the surprise? All right, let me... <laughs> let me I'm working back. on that all week. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you an answer. Let me tell you a statement. <laughs> it will be the rival the podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah. But let me tell you a statement must be so boring. But anyways, beside the point. All right. <laughs> you mentioned shoes before, and I'm just going to reveal something that I think is... A weird factoid about me is that, and it has nothing to do with the episode really, but it's just a weird factoid that I think is... A coincidental factoid? Yeah, I think it's bizarre, but it's also fascinating to me, is that I love women's shoes. What about them? What do you mean? I love them. I love the variety. I love, like, there's so... Do you love to wear them? no, No, when you look at men's shoes... They're all mm-hmm. so similar. And the variety of women's shoes is crazy. So I, I must admit that when I'm on like the subway, I will check out women's shoes. I find them fascinating. I check out everybody's shoes on the subway. I don't look at the guy's shoes as much, because not because I, I'm, I'm disinterested, but I think just I've been conditioned to see that men's shoes are often very similar. Not always. Overall, if, I, if I see a man shoes? with good shoes... I'm That's what I mean. Totally I was into say, it. Breeze over all shoes because when you hit a guy who has good shoes, I, I bet you you'll stop. Absolutely, no doubt about it. I will stop for a man. So with don't good discriminate shoes. is what I'm saying. Don't be shoe. Don't be a shoe racist. No, I'm, I'm not sexist. Shoe sexist. I'm not shoe sexist. Hey, yes, no, shoe-sexist. no, it's shoeist. Let's just call it shoeist. Shoeist. I'm not shoeist. So is there is there anything erotic involved in this? No, this I don't like, think I fetishize. Okay. Okay, so the word love was just an interesting choice of words. No, but yeah, I just I, think, lo- I just love. I couldn't women. disagree I with you. I think they're so much more interesting than men's they're shoes. They're way more interesting. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah. And so a, I gotta we'll say that I, I definitely look at them way more than men's shoes. And so maybe I should start using your method. Maybe I should say, "Great shoes." Yeah, I mean, if nothing else, even if you're not trying to start a conversation. It's always nice just to throw compliments somebody's way and not expect anything in return, too. Just spread that that joy around. And so if you like someone's shoes, tell them you like their shoes. If you like someone's whatever, I feel like you know? I've said that on the subway, like, because I've awkwardly been caught looking at someone's shoes. Really? And I've, like, at least mouthed it or been, like, just, like, like yeah, like, just like those shoes. Mouthed it? Yeah. Wait, you were, like, yeah. you were, like, nice. Like, caught, and I was, like, yo, like them shoes. And <laughs> with a man or a woman? Uh, I believe a man. And how do you, did you get his number? No, <laughs> I did not. I wasn't using it as an icebreaker. I was using it as a ah caught me looking at your shoes. You just shared a moment. Yeah, it was just a liner. It was like I said, it was more of a let me ask you a state or let me tell you a statement. Did you kiss on the mouth? Uh, no. Did you hand him a rose? <laughs> if I had him, I ran out. Did he hand you a rose? Did he start waiting for you at the same time of day every day? He started showing up every day with a dozen roses to my apartment before I left for work. How far we've come. My God. (laughs) All right. Not very far at all. All right, EJ. EJ5000, let me ask you a question. How often do you find yourself playing the shoe card? I could say that I have done it dozens of times. How about that? Is that, is that so a, you've done it at it? least 24 times? Scores even? Yeah. I'd say I've probably done it 20, 30 times. Yeah. 
And when did this begin? Maybe more. Hmm, you know, for me to be aware that it was one of my go-tos, I would say within the last 10 years. But unintentionally, probably since I was young, because when we were young, there was some cool shoes out. Oh, okay. So you're saying you've done it at the top limit 30 to 40 times in 30-something years. I've had to have done it more times than that. I mean, just, just... uh, accidentally, because I will. I'm the kind of person that will just throw a compliment to people. But since I've been cognitively aware that it is my go-to, probably 30 times-ish, yeah. 30 times-ish in the last 10 years. There you go. Let's go with oh, that. Oh, so you don't, do yeah. it. you don't do it all the time. Not like every day, but I don't like interact with people every day, especially not in the last 10 years. <laughs> so it's a lot. <laughs> How often do you interact with people? What counts as people? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but I kind of now I wish I kind of did mean it like that. <laughs> we just lost our four Johnstown slash Pittsburgh area <laughs> listeners. No way, they're going to be so fascinated. We're gonna we are going to no, be. They're going to be like he hates me. No, he doesn't consider me a real person. We are going to be the bells of Johnstown. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, not that often. Let's put it that way. Yeah, because I telecommute or telecommuted. I'm a freelancer from home, so I get to spend a lot of time at home. So I do. How often do you speak to strangers? Yeah, not not as often as I used to. I mean, certainly not as much as you guys do. Like when I go to the store now and stuff like that, I don't I don't have a lot of the store. Less, yeah, you know, it's not like uh, yeah, it's yeah. not all the time. But when you go to the store, do you compliment some shoes? <laughs> I will if I see some shoes that are. You need to happening. post up at the store and tell everybody <laughs> how great their shoes are. I'll do it with you. I think you're right. All right, we're gonna go store store shoe sitting. Yeah, I will go. I will. I will come out there, and we will go to a store, and we will tell everybody that we love their shoes. <laughs> and we'll do it together. We'll go up. Sounds great. And we'll be piggybacking off of each other like terrific shoes. And then you'll go, <laughs> yes, terrific shoes. <laughs> That's- and then we'll pick a specific thing about the shoes to show that we really care. Absolutely. It'll be like an improv comedy act with heart. <laughs> with heart, because most improv comedy acts lack heart. <laughs> they definitely lack heart. Yeah, I feel like they do lack heart. They lack a little heart. Well, there's always like one in the in the group who's got heart. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Colin Mockery, he's got but heart. But then fire and water are always making fun of him. <laughs> All right. You see what I did there now? Yeah. No Captain Planet that fans? That was good. It was very funny. <laughs> Very funny. Excellent work. We're very, we are a very funny podcast. We, we are 90s topical. <laughs> and we should tell everybody, let's take this moment to talk five minutes about how funny we are. <laughs> so times. funny. We Sad are times. very funny. I mean, what you've heard is funny. <laughs> How much do you think you have to tell somebody something's funny before they start to believe it? I think at some point, I mean, maybe at some point, the act of telling somebody that something is funny will make them laugh. I got to say, I often find that when I talk to people, even tonight, I was at a bar after the show, and I was talking to somebody, and I, and I said something that was mildly funny, but then explained exactly why it's funny, and then they found it funny. Not because they're dumb, but because they're obviously smart and realize that it wasn't that funny. 
And so the explanation became funny. It's very meta. So you gave Maybe. them an opportunity to work up a good fake laugh is what you're telling me. <laughs> no, I think by the end... It, I, I better laugh I, out of respect or he's not going to stop no. mansplaining his not funny joke to me. No, I think... <laughs> and this was to a man. But I think at the end, they found it to be funny. Do you guys want to... Uh, I sent you guys some of the customer reviews on iTunes. Do you want to... Uh, you want to go over some of them? Oh, yeah. or would... right Yes, now. tell us. Tell us the reviews. I I would love to hear this. I, I Audience, huge audience... I mean, middle school auditorium level full. Can I, I take the last one, EJ? You can do the first two. I would love to <laughs> yeah. hear, and I'm hearing this live. I've not heard any of this. Please. Oh, man. Way to not check your emails. Please, tell us one. Yes, uh, your, your guys' fine producer sends you guys emails all the time trying to update you, but... It's not all the time. I've, you don't send that I have emails. literally never gotten an email from you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can assure you, you have at least one from one day ago on February 27th. I do not. So here we go, everybody. And we should talk Customer about reviews. that after the episode. Thank you so much for doing these reviews for us. So here's our first one from, uh, it's, it says, Great for Kids by the host of the show. <laughs> That's what it says. It says, Come for the questions, stay for the mouth noises. A great way to start your morning like a mental coffee enema. Wait, I wrote that? Uh, it says by the host of the show. I didn't write it, and Greg Amanda didn't write it. I also and did not write know that. about it. Okay, so somebody, thank you. I was curious if you wrote that, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. I, literally, like, I definitely did not write that, but I find that... Well, whoever did write it, kudos, because you, you really captured Anthony's voice and tone. But why did they Anthony, say host of the show? your identity might have been stolen, so watch out. Next one, by Polk High, a newfound gem. A fun, quick hit to brighten up your day. Highly recommend giving this one a shot. So thank you, Paul Kai. It's very kind of you. We appreciate Where the, the review. Where's Paul Kai? And Greg is going to read the last Paul one. Paul Kai, yeah, my personal favorite. I'm sorry, you know, not, not to put any favorites on there. I love them all equally. But I like this one a little bit more. Um, because I think it, uh, it, it describes our host. Uh, thank you, Swan Clucker. Um, <laughs> weird, yet oddly insightful. Uh, Anthony sure is a sick fuck. But a delightful one at that. <laughs> if you're into grimacing, giggling, and having your brain tickled all, all in a single podcast, definitely check this out. Excellent. You're a brain Thank tickler, you, Swan Anthony. Clucker. That's wonderful. I love it. That gives me a, an erection. <laughs> Swan Clucker, I have an erection. <laughs> to you out there. And I would love to share it with you live. Wow. See, that's the legal boundaries again. We're we are pushing it, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's just the tip of the iceberg because I'm sure that at this point we're cutting them off from the hundreds of others that have also posted reviews that are also great. That is to say, you should all post reviews that are great. <laughs> and you should do it frequently. And you should do it ten times a day. <laughs> Even if you're the same person, because I think that would be really cool if we had one listener that really liked us and did a hundred re- reviews. <laughs> Instagram and Twitter are also good ways. Instagram better and Facebook better than uh, Twitter at this point to get at us. But let me ask you a question podcast. You can find us. Yes, please get at us and go to moot.tv. Look at all the other podcasts it offers. It's got a lot to offer the world. It's like Mozart. <laughs> And anybody who's interested in contributing either a podcast or articles, please feel free to reach out. We have a contact form on the website there on moot.tv. 
It's much like Mozart in the very early stages. <laughs> kind of like Beethoven towards the end. Send nudes. <laughs> I want one person to send us a nude because I feel like once you get a nude, you're a hit. But <laughs> we need that one nude. I promise I won't share it with anybody except for a few people personally. But n- <laughs> like not a lot of people. I won't put it on like my Facebook or anything. <laughs> we should have an episode about why people should send nudes. <laughs> you know what? Maybe that'll be my next question. We're going to do a whole episode, and at the end of it... Why haven't you gotten a nude? No, I, I, it, I already know it. It's going to be my next question. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about nudes. I've been asking a lot of people, by the way, about the photography one, would you pose nude? And it's been very, very split. Hmm. Anyways, food for thought. All right, listeners, be gone. We're done with you. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. I love you, too, but go away. You have better things to do, I'm sure. Mood.tv I may talk like an asshole, walk like an asshole, do all kinds of things that make me appear and look and am an asshole, but I assure you that I am not an asshole.